This Atlanta Falcons betting preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is giving away $14 million this NFL season. Sign up in Vegas and play from anywhere. Get all the info at circusports.com. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. This is Jerry Glanville. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean second, the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer? dog. I like the heat you're bringing for the dirty mm. birds, AKA my adopted team doing the dirty bird, Jamal Williams. That was a, uh, that was a great time to be Atlanta Falcon fan. Dan Reeves. What got him to the super bowl? Who'd they lose to? Uh, was that the Broncos year? If oh, I'm not mistaken. Yes. yes. Lost to his former team there, Dan Reeves, but Jamal Williams doing that dirty bird. That was uh that was Col- fun. Colby, fun Colby always talks about the lawn chairs at quarterback. Dan Reeves might've been an all time lawn chair coach, <laughs> but I mean, now what is a, what is a lawn chair? Ch- oh, oh, I'm just going with the attire. He like, okay. lo- looks very stiff. Looks like the kind of guy that would be uncomfortable to have, to have at a dinner party. Um, you know, and did I wait? Did I call him Jamal Williams? It's Jamal Jamal Anderson. Anderson yes. yes, I think. We Thank bo- you for correcting me in the chat. Uh-oh. Getting old. Well, no, you're just, just thinking about Jamal Williams, huge <laughs> hog that he likes to show well, off. You when know he what it was because I was in the Atlanta Falcons subreddit looking, you know, finding some nuggets here for this episode, and they of course reposted the um, the video of Jamal Williams saying he doesn't like New Orleans beignets. And he he called them like Ben Yetis, and he said yeah, they're overrated. Like ben- He's like they're just funnel cakes. I I can't even do an impression of his voice. It's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, but him talking is just always always comedy gold. Ryan, we're here coming off a three podcast episode. Um, yeah, like most people, most people, that would be a good week of content. When you have Phil Steele talking college football, you have Tim Murray talking Denver Broncos, you got J Mark previewing the Chicago Bears. That's a good week for a lot of shows. Not for the Sports Gambling Podcast. Mm-hmm. That was just an average Tuesday. Yeah. We're back here, double header once again, double sessions, getting you ready for football. What better way to get ready for football? Support the Sports Gambling Podcast. Support us taking out corporate gambling. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash pay. Patreon uh, weekly contest for the patrons. Yes, the season-long NFL win totals contest, which is really fun because mm. uh, when you're right, you're right by a lot. Um, it, very fun there. Exclusive merch is going to be coming. The SGP Stories podcast dropping here in a week or two. So, slash uh, patreon Go there, support. Every day, I'm seeing more and more people sign up. Appreciate it. You guys are the real heroes, Kramer. Your Atlanta Falcons. I was joking that we didn't need a guest because we have Ryan Kramer representing the uh, the Atlanta Falcons as a fan. Yeah, and I will not. Uh, Jake in the chat, I think, is attempting to slander my Falcons by saying this is a great dynasty roster season preview. <laughs> Look, I, I think you know my off season. I fall. I I. I you know, full disclosure. I I like to fall in love with teams who have an intentful plan that they are executing against, and then oh by the way, you sprinkle in a little Mac Collins. I like Mac Collins. Absolutely swole. You sprinkle in a little. Uh oh. Uh oh. Did Arthur Smith, got FedEx Prince himself, go down to a mustache voluntarily? To tell us, you and I, hey pussies, I don't need a bet to rock a mustache. <laughs> Lifestyle change, <laughs> not for everyone. Well, and Ro- then you have Bijan Robinson absolutely destroying people in training camp. I know it doesn't mean shit. Yeah, but that still gets me excited about the team. No Kyle Pitts highlights needed. 
for me to be excited about the Falcons. Well, Kyle Pitts again uh, dealing is Kyle Pitts one hundred percent gold healthy? jacket guy De- showing up to uh, camp in a brace dealing with a nagging injury. Ryan, uh, I know well, it's preview season because we've uh, breaking news, Ryan. Uh-oh. We've officially offended our first fan base. Uh, Carolina Carolina Panthers fans really? sliding into the DMs. Don't like the way we're talking about this team. Uh-oh. Not gonna be the last winless team. What do you you guys are crazy? They must be Frank's guys. I, I I thought I was fair with the Panthers. I, you know, rookie quarterback. Like he, he it's a complete rebuild. Their win total is six and a half. I had him going six and eleven. I didn't even realize I was I was uh, shitting on but them this so hard. Their- Wait till they hear the Atlanta Falcons episode, because uh, my take on the Atlanta Falcons uh, could be a little bit crueler. My issue, Ryan, with the Atlanta Falcons. The win total was seven and a half for the Panthers, by the way. Really? I thought it was six and a half. Seven and a half. Okay, so under by a game and a half. All right, you don't have to get your panties all in a bunch. They have Steph Curry. Are you sure you want to <laughs> hold hold the look? I, here's, I think- my, here's my issue with the Atlanta Falcons. Just big picture. Oh, they. How do you win in the NFL, right? Uh, you score more points than the opposition. You throw the ball, mm. and you rush the passer. Okay. The Atlanta Falcons last year horrible at throwing the ball. It's horrible at rushing the passer. What have they done this year to well, get better? Let's hold, let's hold on for a second. Twentieth in EPA for dropback passes. That's that's horrible. Ritter fortieth in EPA, and you look at um, that's fair. Again, he played small, a couple games. Small sample size with Ritter, but in that small sample size, throws more than fifteen yards, forty-seven point three percent inaccuracy rate. So the idea worse than Zach Wilson and Marcus mm, Mariota. Wow. So the small idea sample that, size. So the idea that Desmond Ritter is so much better than Marcus Mariota, and he's going to fix all their uh, deep ball inaccuracy issues, I think is. So you haven't leaned, you haven't leaned into the idea that a quarterback being in that system for a second year through the offseason isn't a positive. I think it's a positive. Okay. Yes. But I also think you're limited by You can uh, be out on Desmond Ritter because yeah. you didn't like him as a prospect or yeah. whatever. I get that. And I, I do think that the idea that he's going to be better than Mariota, uh, based on what I've seen of Mariota on that TV show. I'm willing to bet money that that's the case, regardless of what the stats said. I mean, Mariota has looked really bad so far right. in Eagles also ran camp. away from football. Like, yeah, let's not, not a good that. look. Not a good look. I I think if you're high on the Atlanta Falcons like you are, Ryan, you lean into the idea of like, hey, what Arthur Smith did. Wait, how do you this- know? How are you spoiling the episode? Why? <laughs> how do you know I'm going to be high on you? What Arthur Smith did with this 2020 Titans team uh, as an offense, getting the most out of Ryan Tannehill. Yes. I think that's stuff you point to. I just. Man, I I think Titans a lot probably of, had a better roster. I think a lot of that was Mike Vrabel as well. I mean, Arthur Smith last two years, 29th and 27th in yard differential, which is weird because a lot of the um advanced uh or guys who are in the stack community kind of love this Falcons team. I mean, I, I Warren I? Sharp. Oh yeah. I mean, Warren Sharp I thought made a well, I don't even know what Warren I, Sharp likes because well, his projections are just what the win totals are. I can't. Okay, honestly, can, Warren Sharp, OG, he's been doing it for a while. Yeah, I, I don't need you to post a picture of your pool <laughs> and your feet. I don't need you to post a picture of what you're doing. You, I, it's you unclear were interesting because you had good are. numbers. Now you're the content creator. You're not even doing the work. You're off handshaking <laughs> with teams. I, I will say Warren Sharp is is, is uh, sliding down. He has a take on every team, positive and negative. Yes. So, which is great. Which for I, I like that. I like that. But have then, a fucking opinion. So yeah, he has why you should bet the o- under, why you should bet the over, which I think is a good way to write up a guide. Great. But giving. then you should follow it up with your projection. One nine hundred big bets and get which one I like. <laughs> you call. <laughs> He's a tout. He's literally a wolf in sheep's clothing. He he presents himself as a numbers guy. He's just another tout. Uh, While adjusting for the opponent, uh, again, oh, okay. this is That's, a Warren Sharp like um, like angle. This. While adjusting for opponent, the Falcons ranked last in pass EPA allowed versus expected. I, I just don't see. That's because like, they played a lot of bad quarterbacks and their defense was really bad last yeah, year. Yeah, and they were playing bad quarterbacks. Yeah. Like, you should be dominating those bad quarterbacks. But they had a bad I roster. Just, and we've seen him draft top 10 talent and use this, use a skill position pick in the top 10 Kyle Pitts, Drake London. Yeah. Now Drake London, I, I went back and looked at some of the stuff Drake London he's, did maybe a little bit, good. maybe a little bit hard on him, but still he's, we he haven't closed got, the season. Nice. We haven't gotten uh, you know, uh, 
game impact out of Kyle Pitts. And I don't know if I don't why would you draft Bijan Robinson if you're the Falcons? Because you're trying to win a, now. Draft I, I, a pass rusher. That's what you need though. Because you're trying to win now. Cornerback. Because you're trying to win now. But, but that's that's gonna I but mean let's look at the moves they made. Because you know, to your point, everything you said to is me, correct. it's like they're going all in on this year. Everything you said last year but, was correct. They went over their win total of five, successful yep. season. They won seven games, being this trash. Okay, they they objectively improved the roster. Yeah, by bringing in a win now guy like Bijan Robinson without sacrificing. Still got Tyler Algier. Still got Cordero Patterson. You're gonna throw shade at Kyle Pitts. Yep. Well, then let's talk about Jonu Smith. A guy that Arthur Smith loves, had with the Titans, has raved about this offseason. He's with the squad. Yeah, I mean Mac Collins, a guy that he's saying is taking a leadership role in that locker room. Who who is the number one PFF graded run blocking wide receiver in the National Football League? Mac Collins. You go out again, get a guy like that. Why? Because you're gonna run the shit out of the ball. Mm. You were already fourth best last year. Yeah, I just don't. I don't think that's how you're going to win long term in the NFL. Uh, like you said, seven and ten straight up, nine and eight ATS. Their win total was five. You were on the over Kramer. You got it. You had them six and eleven. Almost nailed it. I had them four and thirteen. Uh, DVOA, they were twentieth. Offensive DVOA, thirteenth. Obviously carried by their uh, rushing efficiency. Defensive DVOA, thirtieth. But when you say it like that, the offense. That you were calling tra- like led by trash quarterbacks, I guess maybe is a better way to say it. Yeah. In your words, yep, still finished above average. That's a good way to, uh, you know, that's a good way to polish the turd. I just think, thank you. I I just think Desmond Ritter isn't going to win a lot that's, of games. That's this the year. city motto for Atlanta. Polishing turds since nineteen eighties. Their Pythag wins were seven point nine. So wait, so they underperformed last year. Yeah, I mean, okay. they were in a bunch of one-score games. Yeah, well, I, that, I just that's that's skewed though. The I saw the number; it's like five and eight. I think it's really more like five and five. Some of those were backdooring ones. D bet is pointing out the whole NFC South is trash at best. I guess maybe that's my take on with the it. cities or the teams. <laughs> I guess that's <laughs> my take on Atlanta, where I, I just don't get the hype, uh, considering they don't have elite pass rushers, they don't have elite quarterback play. They don't have um, elite cornerback or quarterback play, so that those are the things I look at. You know, what do you I do mean? like their offensive line. I think their offensive line is a good run blocking line. They have one of the best cornerbacks in the league, AJ oh. Terrell. That's true. I, I maybe I'm underrated. They Terrell. brought in a ton of people. To, I mean, they picked up Jeff Akuda. Who knows? He could be trash, but he was the fourth pick in the draft. They picked him up for pennies on the dollar. Um, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. Let's let's bring up the bring key up the uh, key additions key. Yeah, so I mean, let, let's look at this. Uh, uh, scrap. If the quarterback is trash, Taylor Heineke, he's good for short stretches. But again, intentful. Mac Hollins, intentful. great, great blocker. I don't know about the Scotty Miller. I'll just pass. Jonu Smith, <laughs> we know what he's going to do. He's going to bring a little bit of electricity to this tight end, lacking tight end room with gold jacket guy, Kyle Pitts. Bud Dupree, what's he do? What's he do, Sean? Gets after the quarterback. Calais Campbell, what's he do? Grown ass man I mean, on the defensive I, yeah, line. I like Calais Campbell, but Eddie Goldman, I mean, he's serviceable. Mike Hughes, he's a pro. <laughs> Jesse Bates, you like Jesse Bates last year. You were selling him yourself on him on the Eagles. Uh yeah. So what I, the fuck are you talking about? Look at all these great upgrades. I we didn't even talk about the draft. Well, Calais Campbell. I mean, some of these, you know. Professional football. Player. I do like the Jesse Bates pickup. I uh, dare you to say shit about Calais Campbell. That man's large. If he walked into this room right now. Hello, Calais. Nice to meet you, sir. No, I like Calais Campbell, but he's been in the league since 2008. I I don't know if he's oh, going to make a real leadership difference. culture. <laughs> I uh, can talk myself into this team. Oh, and then, right. and then, you don't <laughs> need to talk yourself into this team, Ryan. You already have. Uh, so what do they lose? What do we? Oh, Zacchaeus. We won't have that DFS play. Bud Dupree four sacks last year for the Titans. So again, I think it's. It's fine, but I just don't see them being able to get to no, the passer. If, if you're going to shit on the team, yes, they basically said most of this team is trash. We're going to keep some of these guys like Lorenzo Carter, Grady Jarrett, AJ Terrell, surround them with a whole bunch of new blood. Obviously, that can not work out well, but that can also, you said they were the worst. They were one of the worst in the league. So all of these changes to me signal that improvement is more likely than them staying the same. 
And again, I think when you draft a running back in the top 10, it's fun to make fun of that team for yes. misappropriating money. Yep. But it makes them better on the field right now. It makes them better on the field this year. Mm. With, that that's an objective statement that you you would have a hard time arguing with. <laughs> You're so in what, on the Falcons. taking the best player in the draft on offense and putting him into your offense in a position that is very the most acclimatable to the NFL for immediate impact is the running back position. So I don't see how this doesn't help them. Arguably the best running back room in the entire NFL. Again, I'm giving Bijan a lot of credit, but yeah. I no, you're already you're already putting you're already getting his measurements as a the gold pass, jackets. They have two running backs that could line up as wide receivers, Tyler Algier. That's a thumper that we liked last year. I, I guess some of the things that you're out on, I think they did address. And okay. so that, I guess just uh, you're right. It's not fair to say they didn't address it. I just hmm. don't think they did enough. And the having that tra- that high of a draft pick, I would have not used it on a running back. I think that's. I think we're going to look back and say that was a mistake. Pass rusher might have been a better move there, but yes. What does this also signal? Arthur Smith realizes the, Atlanta the Falcons. Hot. If I'm the Atlanta Falcons, I'm drafting Jalen Carter. That you you want to talk about a day one impact guy, a guy that can fuck up opposing offensive lines. Maybe they like high character guys. Well, I mean, Ryan. Maybe Jalen Carter was off their board because they're close to the situation and they know what goes on over there. I, at I Lucas Van Ness. Um, you know, that's, I agree with uh, that's your, a more of an interesting pick. I was surprised. even one of the cornerbacks I would have taken. We just dis- we discussed this in the futures market when we were saying where is Bijan going to go in our draft yeah. props, and I, I I I agree. I was surprised they went with him, but I'm I'm just saying by going with make him, a move for Will Anderson by going for, for going with him, you're telling the league. I'm trying now, and maybe that's because Arthur Smith, like you said, is on is maybe looking at his last chance to do something. As Arthur Blank said, this is year three of a three year plan. Yeah. And Arthur Blank has to respect team <laughs> Arthur member Arthur Smith, especially now with the mustache. Well, and the, and you look at the injury stuff, their offensive line was extremely healthy. Yep. Four out of their five starters played all 17 games. So they're really gonna need that to continue if they're going to have success on offense. Yeah. And like you said, they drafted it. They got it some some fresh blood coming in. Now, now we're gonna get to the schedule here in a second, but a couple nuggets on the schedule. You look at strength of schedule via win totals, second easiest, which is good. But you look at you look at the net rest. Yeah, um it's tough. They're the only team without a rest advantage all season. Fourth worst in net rest. Uh and then of course that's like there's not one scheduling week where they have a they have they're coming off more days how, rest than their makes opponent. You wonder, That's crazy. Makes you wonder how. Well, two things that I pulled from this: how would they not be the worst net rest team overall with that fact? Yeah. Well, it makes know, me think there's a bunch of small edges. Well, I, I, it's probably there's a bunch of ties, right? Um, and then a couple teams have some like glaring, you know, three days rest difference, blah blah blah. So, all right. I like the blah blah blah. Should we pull up the odds? <laughs> well, I don't know what else to say about net rest edge. Uh win total eight and a half. We finally have graduated to the eight and a half, Sean. We're in the eight and a half. There we go. Make playoffs plus one twelve. Miss playoffs minus one twenty-five. Uh division plus two fifteen. Conference twenty-eight to one. Super Bowl sixty to one. Ryan, even yes. as a Falcons fan, what would you rather have? A Falcon Super Bowl ticket or a giant Super Bowl ticket? I mean, again, why? Like the, I do feel a little bit of disrespect because even you would say the Giants have a much better quarterback uh, situation than and, the Falcons uh, and, uh, and a better, and a better head coach, and a better I think, defensive coordinator, <laughs> and I better think, offensive coordinator. And I think if the Giants got to the playoffs again and were playing well in their division, that probably speaks more to the overall quality of the team. Yeah. If you're looking at correlated odds. Division stuff. I mean, I, I came dangerously close to complimenting the Giants. Well, but I was going to say I would still take them sixty to one over the Atlanta Falcons. By the time we get through the eight and a halfs, you might realize that a future bet on the Giants is a decent bet. You <laughs> might be all this comparison to these other teams. It's like uh, one other quick scheduling note on the Falcons: they do play a tremendous amount of, I would say, inexperience. So your your shot at their quarterback situation, yes. inexperience, whatever. They play a lot of teams with inexperience as well at the quarterback position, like a lot of teams, and I'll I'll call it out as we go through the schedule. But well, but again, to me, last year they struggled against shitty quarterbacks. 
shitty quarterbacks and experienced quarterbacks, po- possibly different thing. Also, that again, the defense is upgraded. So, cereal saying lock not to make the playoffs. I'll tell you what the real lock is: Circus Sports. The contests are back. Derek Stevens, friend of the program, guaranteed fourteen million dollars. Eight million in Circus Survivor, six million in Circa Millions. Of course, Circa Millions quarterly prizes. So many ways to win, even the booby prize if you're having a horrible season. Uh, it's just, and hey, you can split entrance. Uh, you and a couple of your buddies, your brother, your cousins, the guys in your gambling group chat. Perfect excuse. Go out to Vegas, sign up, play from anywhere. We will be out there August 24th. To the 26th for the ultimate contest sign up weekend. Bunch of fun events. Uh, grab a cocktail with us. Check out Stadium Swim. Gamble on some preseason NFL. Get all your NFL futures bets in. Like, really, this is the weekend to go out to Las Vegas, hang out, check out the scenery by the pool. A lot of, lot of good talent scouting opportunities in August in Las Vegas. Head over to circusports.com for all the details. Circuitsports.com. Uh, last last nugget on the uh, just to put a quantitative uh, parenthesis on what I just said. <laughs> they, their their schedule is, is um, you said second easiest when you look at win total only behind the Saints. If you look at their schedule against opposing offenses, it's fourth, and so. And oh, by the way, I, I meant to throw this out earlier because we always like to talk about the teams that spend a lot in free agency and how that generally helps them. Uh, fifth most in free agency, a lot of that on the defensive mm. side of the ball. So, all right, you want to walk through the schedule? Yep, let's do it. All right, so again, mention the inexperience of the opposing quarterbacks they'll be playing. They open up with Bryce Young at home. They then have Jordan Love and the Packers at home. Then a road game against Jared Goff and the Lions, one of the better quarterback offenses they'll face all year. And then you have the Jags in London. This is the Jags' first of two back-to-back London games. So I don't know how we handicap that. We always love the London Jags in in London, mm. but now with them going out for a two-week stretch, I I don't know what to think about it. Is is it good on the front end, the back end? I really very confused. Now, what I will say about all of these teams, because I got it pulled up in front of me, and I'll, you know, making fun of Warren Sharp, but this is one of the things I do like about his guide is the visualization of the rush defense. Uh, for in this case, for the Falcons, and it's a lot of green for the Falcons. They're going to be yeah. facing teams that don't have a good rush defense. They're also going to be facing teams that maybe not the best defense in general, and then sprinkle in the fact that, you know. Two of these quarterbacks are rookie or basically rookies. Jordan Love, not a rookie, of course. And then you have the, the good stretch. Jared Goff, Trevor Lawrence. That's the that's the toughest two game quarterback stretch I think they face all year. One and three. Which home game do they lose? Which home game do they lose? Good. Well, I mean the Jags game's in London. I think they could lose that. No, no, no. I mean like which real home game do they lose? Oh, okay. Um, I think they could lose either because the Packers can't stop the like this is definitely a winnable game. Like those two I games, think they, are I think they can beat the Panthers and then they'll lose three in a row. Hmm. Wow, the hate is spilling out of your your laser focus. Right Ryan, now. I can't be high on. I, I what? How many overs did you have last year? I can't be high on every team. I'm out on this Falcons team. Okay. I think they're going to be able to compete in the division. I think they're going to struggle outside of the division. Three I think and they, one. They I lose think the Packers London. are going to be able to throw on them. Uh, three and one. They lo- <laughs> they lose in London. Uh, don't overestimate uh, how Detroit has to start the season um, with a. Well, eh, they have Seattle, but they have KC the first week, so we'll see how they. I'll, I'll I'll go out on a limb and say I think Detroit may underperform this year. All right, next up, then you have the Texans at home, CJ Stroud, the Commanders with Sam Howell at home, then at Bucks, which Kyle Trask currently outplaying Baker Mayfield Love in it. training camp. Let's go, and Trasky at, at Titans, the Arthur Smith Ooh. revenge spot. Ooh. A back to back, another back to back travel situation for the Falcons to have to deal with. Uh, the Titans game is a very interesting matchup for them. Um, you know, could could turn into a pretty critical game. I, I definitely think they win those home games. After that, again, like looking at this this graph, you have this is the another tough stretch of Redskins, Bucks, 
Titans, these are all tougher rush defenses. Yeah. And so I think it's I think it's fair for me to expect them to lose a couple of these games. So I'll say two and two. I'll go two and two. I think I think the road games are gonna be brutal. I think there's a chance they beat the Bucks, but I think also there's a chance they uh lose to the commanders. So I think two and two is fair for this stretch. Yeah, I could see them dropping the commanders and winning one of the road games. Uh next, so I'm at five and three. Yep. Okay. Next up, we got Vikings, another team that not not the best at stopping the run. At Cardinals, I don't this could be Kyler. This could be Kyler. I don't know, man. Have we heard anything about Kyler practicing at all? Players have said he looks good. I, I think he might be back before week eight. Okay. But yeah, I, I mean I, I don't know how to uh But they maybe they just shut him down so they can draft Caleb Williams like most Cardinals fans want. I I don't know. Yeah, about I mean, that. like we're we're hearing Kyler Murray discuss his knee injury, his rehab, and unknown return. I mean, if it's unknown return in August, I mean, is he just gonna randomly show? It just doesn't seem like he, something Kyler would do. Like you'd have to really be grinding, really want to get on the field. I mean, they they put a clause in his contract that says he has to watch four hours of film a week. I did forget about that. Until like like that's, that's does a great that point. sound? I mean, guys who beat expectations on returning like on the return to play timetable are guys who are going above and beyond. What about Kyler Murray thinks you're going to go above and beyond? I'm just skeptical that he's going to be back this season. That's fair. So that, I mean, then, then this is, this is maybe a winnable game. Then you have the bye week a little late for me, but not horrible. Then you have the saints coming out of the bye and at jets, the schedule Ooh. gets a little trickier here. I mean, again, the Jets probably going to be able to stop the run. Uh, it was one of the things they did pretty well last year. I do think, obviously, the the I think the Vikings, Cardinals games are and Saints games are all winnable. Uh, Saints actually not the rush defense we've come to expect last year. So I, I yeah, I mean, I think hate week I, I, also. I'm so gonna split. I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna grade. I'll give this. I'll I think they split with the Saints, so I'll give them the home game. And then I think they beat the Cardinals. I think they lose to the Vikings and Jets. So two and two again. Yeah, I'll go two and two as well. So Ryan sitting at seven and five. Your Falcons. I got them five and seven. All right, last five uh, Bucks. Which again, I think I think them splitting with the Bucks makes sense to me too. So all right, Bucks at Panthers, Colts at Bears at Saints. See now this is tough, right? Because I think at Saints, if I said they're splitting, that's a loss. At Bears, no. I think actually that is a horrible time for a dome team like the Falcons. They're not a dome team. Bear. They're they're power running team. <laughs> I understand that they they play inside a dome, yes. but they don't play dome football. I I'll, I'll fade Desmond Ritter outdoors in uh, January every single day okay. of the week. Whatever day that game's being played on, looks Any like a day? Sunday. I'm gonna fade him. Any day of the week. And then I think they they sweep the Panthers <sighs> at Carolina, long grass. I think this is where things get tough for them. Actually, I'll go three. I'll I'll have them split all the division games. So, I got them winning the home games for for certain, and I think they sneak they sneak the Bears game out. So three and two. I think they beat the Bucks. Do they beat the Colts as well? No, come on, I'll, I'm getting the Colts seven and ten, two and three there, seven and ten. Disappointing season. Well, another. This is perfect. I mean, Arthur Smith picking up where Jeff Fisher left off. Three, seven, and ten seasons. It just ma- it makes too much sense. What so did I finish on? Ten? Ten and seven. So yes, give me the under Atlanta Falcons under seven and a half oh, wins. I'm so high on them. Yes. So one and a half wins over. So high on them. Oh, well the- So irrational. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to go look at Matt Collins working out for this team and fade oh, them. I like I, I like dare Matt you. Collins. I just can Mac get, can anyone throw Mac Collins the ball? <sighs> I think the Falcons could be the team you're most wrong about. Okay. Or most wrong That's about. That's why they play the games, Ryan. That's what's fun about the you gotta have some hot takes. I'm not gonna just sit here and project their win total for every one of these. There's gonna be a couple teams I'm out. I don't like what the Falcons did in the offseason. I okay. again the drafting the running back so high to me is an auto fade. Okay. What do you get? What do you got? Um, props wise. Well, I mean, I certainly think you. I've already invested. The price has come down uh, too much, probably, but I'm still in on the division. I don't think you play the playoff. Like, obviously, w- this is probably a one 
playoff team division. I think, I think they could like the winner of this division could even be nine and eight. Yeah. I mean, my lock is um, I do like under eight and a half wins, but I would almost rather play no playoffs at minus one twenty five because I do think there could be. Or no, actually, you know what? No. Other way around. Yeah, I, I was I, gonna say you're better off playing the win total. Yeah, because I do think someone might be able to win the NFC South at eight wins. I'm still gonna give out no playoffs because I'm that far out on the Falcons. But I think if you wow. had to choose, so far now that we're talking about it, I do like Atlanta under eight and a half wins for me. Lock of all locks, Bijan Robinson under really. Eleven hundred and a half rushing yards. Are you are you fucking kidding me? That's a lot. That's insane for a rookie, a rookie that they're spending all their time pointing at. I mean, maybe I'm reading this wrong. I did take the Falcons. No rush yards, 1100 and a half rushing yards. Bijan Robinson. Are you fucking kidding me? It's, it seems a little high. He's not gonna just. He's just not gonna get that many carries. It's all about. They, they're even saying we're using him as a weapon. Yeah. We're splitting him out. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> He, so what what about so he's the favorite at offensive player rookie of the year you're obviously out on that I assume oh yeah yeah uh all right so I I think I think if you are high on the I think the Falcons has I think the Falcons have one of the lowest you know coach can win coach of the year situations or his odds have also come down I think he opened at 21 he's maybe down to 16 to one yeah I mean the problem with him is they won seven games last year so for him to but that's what I'm saying I think if they win the division it might not matter that he doesn't improve like five six games or whatever the required is I don't I, know I think if if he won the NFC South with like nine wins ten wins I don't know if that's coach of the year okay Cause I just, think it would depend on what else happened, but yeah, I, I, think I don't think would, it's a lock. And if his price is this low, I don't want any, uh, I don't want any uh, part of it. Okay. Uh, all right. What so, do you like prop wise, Ryan? Uh, so there, there are certainly, I don't like any of the player props. I, I'm not looking to get involved. The only one that I would get involved in is when these cowards give me a Tyler Algier <laughs> rushing prop. I do think he's going to get a ton of carries still. I, I think Tyler Algier is still going to get ten carries a game. Is that crazy to think? No, and that's why I'm fading Bijan Robinson. I mean, I'm. I do think Tyler Algier is is a good pickup in best ball because to your point, Ryan, like they run the ball well, they're going to pound the rock. I think Tyler Algier is their number one running back. Like, if there was a bet that says Tyler Algier is going to have more carries than Bijan Robinson, and you were getting decent plus odds, fun. I would be on it. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I guess. I guess you've noted this before, but Jonu Smith first touchdown. Like, just let's get that oh, out yes. there. Uh, he. No, I do like the Jonu Smith uh, touchdown stuff. Uh, and if you want to go even deeper, because you know this team's going to find a way to get three tight ends on the on the field at times. Uh, they do have uh, Pruitt still. So. Oh yeah. He, I think he's uh, he's made us a couple <laughs> shekels. So before. wait, Ryan, what do you what do you officially list in out for the sheet? Uh, Atlanta win the division. Are you in over at- win division? Okay, Atlanta division plus two fifteen. Jonu Smith TD stuff. I'll just put that there. I'm co-signing that. I what else? What else is officially on the sheet here? Uh, I okay. If you want to have fun and you liked what I said about Bijan being heavily involved in the passing game, do you have any interest in taking him to lead the rookies in receiving yards? Bijan forty-five to one. Um, I'll give you me no. Uh, I will give you one at a similar Cause, price. Cause all all of the receivers, it's like JSN has two alphas already there. Jordan Addison again, two alphas. Hawkinson and Jefferson. Quentin Johnson, two alphas. Mike Williams, Donald oh three. Donald Parham and and Keenan <laughs> Allen, and then Zay Flowers has Odell and Rashad Bateman. And you know that Zay is probably the one that scares okay, me the so most. Okay, so you talk to me. I, I'm and there's not a gonna... whole bunch of other receivers, obviously. But if he really is a guy that's going to catch, how many of those guys are catching five, six balls a game? If they really deploy him, or he's catching all these bullshit. No, that's a fun forty-five to one. It, it stood out to me because it's just against the other rookies. Am I crazy to toss in Mac Collins' most receiving yards NFC South? What would you price that, Ryan? Oh, that's let me see inf- if this inf- is an EV opportunity. Infinity. Okay, so fifty to one, not good enough. I'll leave what's it. What's Bijan in that one? Ooh, that's actually actually what's Drake London in that one? Drake London's uh, plus seven fifty. No, oh no. Well, that's who's the favorite then? Alave. Alave's yeah. uh, plus one fifty. Mike Evans 
plus one seventy five. I don't know. For those who do best ball, like they're talking about how Mike Evans is being moved all over the formation. Like everyone thought Mike, Godwin was going to be. Mike Evans is like raving about that offense. Makes me feel so m- even better about um my early like uh, Bucks. And stuff. who who was I listening to? A player. A player who played with Mike Evans was just talking about how much of a fucking leader that guy is. How mm-hmm. he's just like he's constantly getting the team together. He's like Bijan Robinson is not listed, Ryan. Interesting. That's interesting. And they have a ton of guys here. Kyle Pitts 25 to 1, Michael Thomas 10 to 1, DJ Chark 25 to 1, Chris Godwin plus 550, Adam Thielen 25 to 1, Matt Collins 50 to 1. Yeah, probably don't need to add that. We'll just get we'll get some Johnny Smith first touchdown stuff. Do you um do you think anyone on so for any Falcon to score ten touchdowns is three to one? I noted this one and my initial reaction was like, I don't think that's a good price, but that's my take on that. All right. Well, because they they do have a uh, well, again, I don't see this offense scoring a ton of points. I just it's gonna be a slow, methodical chug. They're twenty to chug- one least points. You interested? Uh, no, because I do think they'll be able to do enough in the division that'll keep them out of the complete bottom of uh, the basement. But seven and ten to me feels like I just don't see how they get to double-digit wins. I, I'm just out on them. Uh, do you don't want, see it, Ryan? Well, we also have their their point total, which is at three seventy-six and a half. Okay, what they do last year? Which that that's twenty-two point. One five points per game, so just a little bit more than twenty twenty two points per game last year. They were at twenty one and a half points per game. Again, like how they don't improve by a half a point six points a game with the changes. I, yeah, give me the over. Okay, I actually that I'm glad we talked about this because <laughs> I wasn't I I had it as the in mean, the pile of should we should discuss this, but I'm I'm going over. Because and if their defense isn't it doesn't take a step forward, it probably helps that pro, that play. For being honest, any it's division standing stuff. I mean, I mean, I, I I would I would be intrigued by an exacta that included the Falcons. I I I mean, we like fading the idea of fading the Saints, right? Um. Yeah, but I I definitely think the Saints are better than the uh, Falcons. All right, so we're we're maybe I could I could be uh, talked out of that too. I, I think we have enough. I don't. I'm already high as shit on this team. I, I think the <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say uh, fourth in the division at plus four hundred. Fourth at plus four hundred. All right. Yeah. Feels hatred. Mm-hmm. Little hatred. Yeah, because I think uh, it's gonna be them and the. Let's see. Did I give that out for the Panthers as well? Because I think they're going to be neck and neck for bottom of the division. No, I did not. What was the Panthers' prediction? Uh, Panthers. I think I also had. Oh, I have six and eleven. So kind of in line here. Hmm. And then what did you have for the Bucks? We got to make. <laughs> I mean, I think you had six for the Bucks too. So real log jam there. Uh, Bucks. I have going eight and nine. Oh, you were higher on the Bucks. That's yes. Right. So again, Ooh. you know, if we put the Saints at like nine and eight, eight and nine, uh, that seems to be makes sense. It's gonna be a real log. I, I will say though, I think we're it's just we're, a slop division. Where we're off probably is I five and twelve maybe is low enough. That's where I put the Panthers. I they came. They should really be coming after me for the Panthers. TJ in the chat saying, "How do I bet on them for being the least explosive team in the league?" <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that'd be fun. Give us a yards per play, maybe. I don't yeah. Uh, well, who knows? I mean, now that like all this advanced metric stuff is out and and books are re- willing to hang a line on anything, um, yeah, you, know, you could you could see them uh, them betting. Uh, Earl James in the YouTube chat saying, "Is Kyle Pitts still a tight end?" Well, I think most people consider him just an alpha that doesn't have a position, just <laughs> roams wherever he'd like. That's the other part too. Is I I my optimistic projection of the Falcons doesn't really include Kyle Pitts, and so if he shows up and he becomes a true the the, the gold jacket guy that everyone tells me he's supposed to be, I certainly think having, I mean objectively, if you closed your eyes, Sean, you saw Drake London, Kyle Pitts, all these 
all these alphas. Bijan, Cordell Patterson still on the team. Kyle Pitts practices for the first time since MCL injury. Bump me He's up gonna a be win. fine. Bump He's gonna be fine. Win. You really want me to move no, you up? No, okay. no, just that was a joke. Uh someone else in the point in the chat pointing out oh TJ pointing out Desmond Ritter passing touchdown set at 14 and a half. It's pretty low. <laughs> That's pretty low. They're a run first team though. Yeah, if I'm the Falcons and things, I aren't- mean, he had two in four games last year, so I you could say, I mean, if he if he continues that same pace, well, he gets nine. Basic, basic math. <laughs> uh, if you're the Falcons, why don't you just line up Cordero Patterson under center? Dude, have you seen his <laughs> highlights? Cordero Patterson is amazing at throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the guy's a stud. All right. Um, Anything else? Let's see. Uh, that's about it. I mean, again, I'm just kind of out on them. Uh, maybe they, maybe they pull it off because the division is soft. But um, my <laughs> rides, ride takes the Falcons. Hey, personally, the Bijan Robinson under 1,100 rushing yards to me is just insane. You have so many ways that doesn't hit, uh, including the fact that he's not going to get the most uh, injuries. One of them, right? Injury is one of them. Get that right I already there. predicted he's going to get injured. Obviously, I'm going to be under on his rushing yards. So you think he'll? So that would put him at an average of 65 a game. Yeah, but you have to play every game. Yeah. All Le- 17 Le- games. Less than Justin Fields rush for last year too. Justin Fields, I think, is a better rusher than than Bijan Robinson. Oh dear. Oh I mean, my, I get it. Oh they, I get it. They have a good offensive line, but I I think they're. They're saying they're going to use him as a weapon. They're they're trying to lower the expectations for his rush yards. I mean, Ryan, you're reading the same stuff I am. Am I am I off on this? I they seem no. I I I'm not the most optimistic guy on Desmond Ritter, but I do think he can take a step forward and be if he can be average. I think what I said comes true. So yeah. I'm not necessarily super high on him, and I'm just high on this team, high on the structure. Ryan Tannehill was a complete turd in Miami, and then he found Arthur Smith, changed his career. Kenneth Walker got to a thousand fifty last year, as far as uh, he played like half the games. Yeah, and but he also had like crazy long runs, and maybe maybe that's how maybe that's how Bijan gets there. But honestly, if I was Tyler Algier had a thousand thirty five last year, like they're not going to just throw away that production. I would go over on his. Like total scrimmage yards before I took a rushing. Yeah, only Damian prop. Pierce, who played the majority of the season, uh, played, ran really hard, had he a good hurt, situation. He? Yeah, he, uh, how Come many on. games did he actually play? I'm, gonna, I'm talking you off this fucking bet. Oh no! I'll slowly get you off this uh, this position. He only fading. had 9.29, and and you know Bijan Robinson has so much more competition. Played 13 games. 13. Tw- yeah. 220 attempts. So I. That, Average four point three a carry. That sounds like a Bijan Robinson line. Yeah, hopefully he only plays thirteen. You need him to miss four games, Sean. No, I don't think so. I mean, again, one, I don't think he's going to play seventeen games and and get a ton of carries. Two, you already have a thousand yard rusher, which Arthur Smith is saying is their number one running back. Like, I, oh, I, I don't think he's saying he's the number one running back more than like he's clearly saying that Tyler Algier has a role on the team. And okay. so yeah. I, it's very much more of a split backfield than people think that I agree with and with it, the running the ball. It's the, I mean, honestly, if we could get, I don't even know how we would do this, but maybe it's a three musketeers, Bijan, Tyler Algier and Cordell Patterson. Is it the best running back room in the, in the league? Oh, that's a long pause. No, what, what running back room is better than the Atlanta Falcons? Mm. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, I can exactly. You can make a case the Eagles running back group is better. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like I like what this team's gonna do. They're gonna run they're gonna lead the league in rushing this year, I think. You know what? Sprinkle the conference price. <laughs> get, get me a Josh. Now what, we're talking. Josh, what was the was it thirty to one? So I could have when the playoffs hit, if I twenty eight to one okay, yeah, give me the conference price. So we could have <laughs> I could be I could be sitting on a number of conference futures when we get to playoff time, all yeah. in the thirty to one range. I'm in. Then the Eagles win, then you lose all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was kind of like when I let my Giants playoff money ride, <laughs> yeah. and then they played the Eagles, and I lost it all. Yeah, it's gambling. It's yeah, well, I'm not a fucking pussy. I'm not here for the EV. <laughs> I don't have an EV problem. I'm very proud of the the my EV length. Are you Girth, or a loved one suffering flow. from EV? <laughs> Ryan and I were talking we're about how hilarious this. it is. Everyone else in the gambling content business identifying themselves. 
like plus EV better in my profile. Plus Ma- EV. <laughs> Maybe I put a parenthesis in my name. Plus EV bets only. <laughs> Negative EV opportunity, <laughs> Sean Green. Well, I told you how there was a member of the space who came at me at when I made a parlay joke. Because mm. of course we are team parlay. Parlays are fun. Gambling. I fun. got a DM that was an essay about how he parlays and he can have positive. You can have positive EV parlays. I, my response was like, bro, I'm joking. <laughs> like we're la- it, it's out of control. Everyone's got an EV problem. Either that they they have a proper problem or they're just embarrassed about their EV. And they want to make sure everyone knows they're plus EV. <sighs> yeah, I don't Lizzo get- was uh was was EV <laughs> shaming, I heard. Big EV shaming. Uh, I was very proud of my uh Lizzo meme. I showed Eat my that wife. losing ticket. Eat that ticket. <laughs> At Gambling Podcast on Twitter, check out the amazing uh, Lizzo meme. Uh, Josh in the graphics department uh, nailing it, really helping uh, drive home the bit. Ryan, Atlanta Falcons, no, no surprise there, didn't see eye to eye. But now it's time for everyone's favorite part: time to name the Atlanta Falcons MLD, aka most likely DGen. I'm gonna go first so you don't steal mine. I've been a fan of this guy for a long time. Was really? on my radar uh, for a long time. Noted uh, snake owner. Just left Las Vegas, uh, and then recently said, "quote I don't like soft people. I don't even like people who eat with utensils. Eat with your hands. That's what they're there for." He's not afraid to get dirty. He's not afraid to eat spaghetti with his hands. Give me Mac Collins as the Atlanta Falcons MLD. He doesn't play by your rules. If he wants to get down on a game, he's gonna get down on a game. He doesn't give a shit. He's got to. He's, he's gonna win angle. some bets to get some. Uh, to get some live mice to feed his snakes. It's a good angle, but he's a team leader and he's too reptile owners are too smart to, to get, <laughs> get caught up by anything like that. Uh, all right. That's, that's not bad though. You're just a Mac. You're Mac I, Collins. Stan. It must pain you to fade him this year. No, I'm not fading Mac. Collins. Sounds like you're I'm fading, fading the team. Well, he's a team guy. Mac Collins has been on some shitty teams. Yeah, he's a team guy. though. So you're fading his team. Mm. Yeah. you will be playing in week. I assume which by the way, teaser alert later on today, if you're watching live, we will be doing a uh, not, pick in the hall of fame game, but also going to be giving out a little week one DFS lineup, oh, it's which so awesome. I'm making a bold prediction that you will find a way to have Mac Collins in there. Well, what's, <laughs> what's fun about, uh, and I, I think I've done it the past couple of years is uh, a DK does the $5 million makers for week one. So I like to have one lineup for each team uh, that you can. So I I will be having a Falcons lineup, uh, except I won't have a Patriots lineup because they're playing the Eagles, and I won't have a Cowboys lineup. Every other team I'll have a a DFS lineup with their quarterback because it's just fun to one of those teams is going to break out and you're going to have a nice little sweat there if even for a limited amount of time. I'll never forget I was sitting at the uh, FFPC main event table doing a draft and just you know having some friendly banter with the team next to us. They were. Also, best ball guys. So, they're, oh, did you play in a best ball mania? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, how many entries do you, do you get down on? They're like, max, obviously. <laughs> that's Sean, that's Sean week one DFS. Max, obviously. All right. My MLD, we talked about him earlier. He's one of the reasons I like this defense to take a step forward. Big grown ass man who has $11,487 in career earnings on the poker table. Calais Campbell, who quote, ev- he doesn't play in the World Series of Poker currently because it ends too close to training camp. But the second he retires, he plans on buying into the ten thousand dollar tournament every year. Hashtag Dejans only. Every year that his body lets him, quote unquote. <laughs> if you grind poker, you grind everything. Now, Calais Campbell might be a plus EV Ooh. guy. We we don't know about that. He might have an EV problem, but he has earning he's earned money playing poker in person. So I, I would imagine if you're sitting down grinding out poker tables in Vegas or wherever, I mean, he's, I, I don't know, maybe he's heading down to Florida. To, I, I don't know where the poker rooms are in Georgia, but it, if you're that kind of grinder, what oh, else yeah. you grind in? Calais what Campbell. Else, what do you talk 100%. to people at the poker table about? <laughs> hey, Calais, you guys Who do you like this, this week? weekend? Right. Uh, just to add on to my uh, Mac Collins MLD. Oh, wow. You're feeling some EV shame. No, I, th- there's just some more. Uh, I was trying to find some more snake stuff. Um, he he's into snake handling. He's also had turtles. He was gonna get an alligator at school, but my roommates weren't really up for it. My dad had a lion growing up. 
Uh, they asked him where where could you keep a lion? Yeah. He said uh, his dad had it in a big cage in his yard. I guess in Ohio the permits aren't as difficult to get exotic animals. So uh, Matt Collins close to lion ownership. It's pretty DJ. <laughs> Dan Campbell trying to get a lion down there, and, and he uh, he drove his snakes from uh, Vegas to Atlanta. So that's just a hilarious road trip. You and your snakes. I can respect that. I once, right. I once drove a reptile across the country. <laughs> and Ryan did bring a bearded dragon to Los Angeles. So I, uh, same thing. Which sounds like a euphemism. Same trip. <laughs> um, I got the Falcons going seven and ten, under eight and a half wins, not to make the playoffs. Bijan under eleven hundred and a half yards. Jonu Smith touchdown stuff co-signing with Kramer. Falcons fourth place in the division, four to one. My MLD Mac Collins Kramer. What about you? Uh, yeah. I mean, like you mentioned, I'm quite high on them. I guess. Over division conference Bijan the Bijan rookie receiving yards is my official like dart throw for this team. Uh, I like calling out Jonas. I, I would even play the Jonas Smith touchdown season touchdown uh, future if they offer it. If not, first touchdowns uh, DFS lineups will be fun. And then yeah, I'll I'll lean over on the points projection as they only need to score a half point more per game to get there. Yeah, it's a slam dunk. No, didn't say it was a slam dunk. <laughs> Explaining the quantitative logic behind my reasoning. Quantitative logic. And of course, I have the only man on the Falcons roster that I could find verifiable proof that has gambled and enjoys it. And I and I take that back. He was at he he had he plays in the World Series every year, just to be clear. He just doesn't play the main event. So I believe he was out there earlier this year playing in some smaller events. Degen, right? Lock it up, true Degen. Uh, as Kramer said, we'll be back this afternoon. YouTube.com/slash Sports Gambling Podcast. If you want to listen live, hop in the chat. Always appreciate that. Make sure you Smash! that subscribe button. Talking a little Hall of Fame game, Week One DFS early looks. We will be doing our Week <laughs> One DFS podcast for Week One as well. But come on, they already they dropped the prices. We got to do something here. And then uh, late night, uh, another NFL team preview. So much content. Again, support the pod, get access to the bonus contest, the bonus picks, the Kramer spreadsheet, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the money green. He's Ryan. The spreadsheets are all of ours, Sean. Kramer, let it ride. <laughs>